We're here till 4.30. So if you have any um, questions, you can call us in at 949-824-5824 or email us at ziba at kci.org. And I want to um, remind everyone, we're listening to Our Digital Future, Fridays at 4 p.m. with me, ZBZ, where we discuss the future of our information spaces, libraries, archives, anything coming up. And once again, our guest today is Annette Young. And guess how I got this guest to come on the show? <laughs> yes, it had to do with the first song, if you didn't recognize it. That was Bell and Sebastian. We were both front row at the show this Tuesday, the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. So I congratulate uh, Bell and Sebastian for a great show. And thank uh, Annette for being kind enough to come on a Strangers uh, Library radio show. No, I'm really glad I got to bump into you, and uh, I think this is really cool what you're doing. Oh, thanks so much. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Oh, no problem. So, um, tell us about how you decided to get into the library business. Well, I actually, uh, I never thought I'd be a librarian. Um, I started off wanting to be um, a photographer, so I was studying photography over at Cal State Fullerton, and I just happened to get a job at uh, the public library, Whittier Public Library. And I thought I'd stay there for a year, which ended up turning into five years. And um, and I just kind of fell in love with libraries while I was there. And um, I, I was playing with the idea of becoming a librarian, um, but I still wasn't really sure until uh, one of my, my supervisors told me once that, you know, when deciding what you want to do for your career, um, you should just do what comes naturally to you. And so I thought about that a lot, and what I really love doing naturally is just kind of helping people. And that can be interpreted in a number of different ways, but um, my love of libraries and, you know, my love of helping people, it just kind of fit, and I just ran with it. Oh, so that's so that's great. So then you said in um, Whittier was your first library experience. Uh huh. Whittier Public Library. And then what? Um, where'd you go to library school? Um, after five years, I went to uh, Whittier Public Library. I uh, started taking classes at UCLA, and uh, in order to be closer to UCLA, I applied for a job at the Getty Research Institute and. So I worked at the Getty for the next four and a half years, and I got into school at UCLA and was taking classes and working at the Getty at the same time. Oh, wow. Congratulations. How did you um, enjoy the UCLA program? I actually tried to get in there twice and got rejected. Oh, really? Well, I actually got rejected from it, too. (laughs) But uh, you just have to keep trying. Um, uh, The first time I applied, my application was a mess. So I'm glad that they, uh, you know, didn't accept me because it was such a poor application. But, um, yeah, so I, I really did enjoy it. Um, I think uh, the key with with any program almost is uh, just taking advantage of all the opportunities that are available um, at your given school. And so um, the one thing I really, really enjoyed was uh, the internships that I did. So... Um, just, take it, just taking advantage, I think every program has its pros and cons, but just to take advantage of those, uh, 
the strengths that the program has to offer is, I think, what's really important. And how was your time at the Getty? What did you do there when you were working with, was it with the library? Oh, the Getty was great. Um, I did several things in my four and a half years there. Um, I started off in circulation at the Research Institute, and then I ended up moving to the Conservation Institute, doing kind of the same thing, um, but I had a little, a little more uh, responsibility while I was there. Um, it was a smaller library, so I oversaw a lot more. And then... Um, with my change in schedule when I got into library school, I um, moved back over to the Research Institute and I did a, um, acquisitions and cataloging. And it was really great because um, they gave me a really flexible schedule that so was able to go to full uh, school full-time and keep working full-time. So it was a really great experience. I loved working at study. And where do you work now? I work at Occidental College now, um, which is, uh, I, that's where I am, um, the assistant instruction librarian and music subject specialist there. Wow, how cool. <laughs> I can tell you love music, you're front row, Bell and Sebastian. Yeah, Bell and Sebastian is my favorite band ever, probably. <laughs> yeah, he did some great little dancing there, that's the second time I saw him. Oh, really? Yeah, I pretty much consistently been in the front row to every Bell and Sebastian show since I think like 2001 or so. Oh, so were you at the Wiltern show like years and years ago? Oh, that Wiltern show. I was at the Wiltern show years and years ago, yes. Um, I was in the front row. <laughs> oh, I was like up in the balcony like far back. Uh, <laughs> I had to skip class to get to that show actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> But so um, you said you enjoyed your internship while at UCLA. Where was that again? Or is that the same place? Um, I did. I did a few internships. I did um, actually. I did some service learning time um, over at Occidental College, where I work now. Um, and then that's kind of where when I fell in love with the school and knew I wanted to work there one day. And then um, I also did some internships at Spaghetti, but in the conservation department or in the. Um, collections management department, um, and I also interned for a year at Pasadena Public Library, where I did a number of things, um, including children's services. Uh, I made a construction paper mural for their their children's reading room, which is really fun. And um, I also the, uh, one of the things I'm most proud of that I did there was I um, put on an ex exhibition of this photograph collection that they had kind of buried within their archives and um, I worked with a, a history librarian and uh, we put on a really good exhibit for uh, Pasadena Art Walk last year. Oh wow. Yeah, a lot of fun. So you've really done it all. You've experienced the public <laughs> library, the university library or academic library, the art library or you know a yeah. museum archiving. Well, yeah, I mean, I really just kind of wanted to get that well-rounded experience because, I mean, I just love libraries so much in general that, I mean, I wanted to see, experience it in every, in, in the different, uh, in the different ways that libraries exist, pretty much, I guess, and, um, and, I mean, I think it just made me a better librarian in general, having that experience with me, and, um, yeah, I've really enjoyed all my jobs.
Is it is it just me or whenever um, you travel, do you go check out the main library in the city or state or? Oh, I always do. I'm a a big um, library tour nerd, so like everywhere I go, I I try at least to uh, check out the libraries. Oh, me too. Do you, have you been to any out of the country? Um, you know, I did go to a library in Paris, but. They were, I went to out, outside of the library in Paris. It was closed when we got there, unfortunately. But um, um, let me think, where else? I mean, I've been to quite a few places, but I don't know if I've ever made it inside the libraries, just outside of them, really. Ha- have you? Oh, yeah. Last summer, I went to the National Library of Spain, and I was just amazed with their film collection and their, like, film um, places you can watch them. And it was just really, like such a great like museum type um, huh. art gallery atmosphere that it reminded me a little of the New York Public Library when I went. Oh, I've never been to the New York Public Library actually. And I've been to New York, but it was a long time ago and yeah, that's one place that's on my list of two two lists. So with all your um experience in the various aspects, do you have any um tips for future librarians at what direction they might want to go to like academic versus public versus museum archive art well one thing that I mean I'm still a new librarian I've only graduated last year Um, so but one thing that's really worked for me is that um, just having that well-rounded experience um, because not only is it it'll let you know where you kind of want to work and where you want to be but um, it makes you more hireable and right now um, the the job market isn't still isn't where it could be with um, the you know librarian jobs they're still hard to find and especially if you're limited to a particular region um, so to have to take advantage of uh, those internships and you know if you've worked in a public library before maybe do an internship in a museum library or academic library um, and. The only way to really know where you want to where you want to end up, I think, is kind of experience it because you may think you want to work in a you know a museum library, but once you get that job, it may not be exactly what you expect necessarily. Um, so just to kind of experience it firsthand, and I know in a lot of library schools, there like at UCLA, they were constantly offering um, opportunities to go on tours, various tours for various different libraries so take advantage of that and um the internships were just so so important to me um in my career that I, I would tell any young librarian um to just take advantage of what your school has to offer yeah i hope to land an internship in the hollywood area a film library perhaps in a film studio or anywhere i just enjoy films myself yeah well, I actually have a you know a friend who, all, she studied film and uh, her undergrad and is a librarian and you know being stuck in the LA area, um, you'd think we have a lot of opportunities for film librarians because we're in Hollywood, but um, those jobs are just so uh, desirable for such a large group of people that they're they really are kind of harder to come by, but. Um, I would think it's more who you know like anything in Hollywood. <laughs> Maybe, but I, I hope it's not always who you know and it's 
more of, you know, your experience. Credentials come in somewhere in there. <laughs> but who knows? So you said you're a music librarian currently, or a subject specialist. So what ha what sort of um, research have you been helping students or faculty with? Like, what's your what are your um, responsibilities there at uh, college? Well, um, I basically, I serve as a liaison to the music department. So what that means is um, if they have any requests they would like me to purchase or um, any, if they want me to have any um, music sessions during their classes, I would be the librarian that they contact um, to do those sessions or to purchase those books or to help them in um, different ways that specialize in music. Um, so most recently I've been helping, um, I've been, I've been doing a lot of music sessions and it really depends on what the faculty wants me to present. Um, sometimes it's as basic as, you know, helping a student, help, uh, teaching students how to track down full text from a citation to, um, you know, helping students, uh, do searches in music and the databases that Oxy has. Um, and writing annotated bibliographies, for example. Um, so it really varies, but um, I think the music side of my position is really um, also in reference to uh, managing the music library, which is um, a, a little branch located opposite side of campus from the main library. And uh, I manage 10 student workers there, and um, the students are really great. They update a music blog and um, they're always looking for ways to improve the library and we host events like opera nights and study nights and things like that. Do you guys put on uh, programs such as live uh, musical performances? Not really with the music library but um, Occidental College always has uh, fun events like that going on but that's not really done through my department. Do you know if there's a radio station on campus? Yeah, there is. It's called K-Oxy. And uh, one of my student workers is actually a DJ on there. Oh, excellent. And you can, um, I, I don't think that you can really get it anywhere too far from campus, but I know it is available online, too. Here at KUCI, we have a great music library ourselves, and... Um, I think, yeah, two years I was the music librarian here. It gets pretty uh, disorganized at times. Oh, at the radio station, you mean? Yes. Oh, yeah. I actually haven't even been in our radio station's uh, building, but that's something I probably should should try to go explore. Sounds fun. As a music librarian, um, so do you guys subscribe to, like, online music databases? Oh, yeah, we do. And, um... Uh, we, did you want me to tell you which ones we subscribe to, or? Yeah, and just the copyright process, I mean, streaming versus downloading versus, you know, that's the future is online, digital, so more and more our collection is not available on CD-ROM to rip on your laptop, or how do you um, deal with all those laws there? Well, I mean, that's funny you should mention that, because just before I left work today, a student came in and was uh, taking some items from the reserve shelf and said, oh, I can so I can just burn these, right? And I had to explain to her the copyright, uh, the copyright law that she would be violating if she just, you know, ripped the CD. Um, but what, what, one thing that we do have um, at Oxy is we have a, 
um, a subscription to Naxos Library, which um, it gives students. Um, have you heard of Naxos Music Library? No. It's a it's a classical music label uh, musical label in the database that has um, thousands and thousands of tracks of you know classical, jazz, folk, and world music online. Um, other than that, there are a number of resources um, available online uh, to the general public, like uh, Groove Shark is one of them, and um, that offer streaming music. Um, so I just try to point the students in the direction to um, the online resources to help them find uh, music uh, legally online. Or, I mean, we also have a collection of CDs and, and LPs they can listen to. Um, they can check out or listen to them in the library. So. so do you have, like, a cool listening station set up? I mean, I don't know if we have anything, like, this like a cool listening station, but we have lots of record players and tape players and CD players and things. So we have listening stations, but um, it's not like the ones you'd see at, you know, Amoeba Records or anything like that. And what's the blog um, website for your... You said the you're... blog is um, oxymusiclibrary.blogspot.com. Oh, excellent. Well, I'll have to check that out for sure. Yeah, it's all... It's pretty much... Primar- I mean, I barely post to it. My students have taken it over, and um, they they write some really great things on there. We've gotten uh, a lot of a lot of good feedback from it. So yeah, definitely check it out. I wonder if they should incorporate that with the radio station on campus. You know? Yeah, uh, we we do. We have posts that go hand in hand with Kaoxy. And then I want to remind everyone we're listening to Annette Young. Our guest today is a librarian from Occidental uh, College University (laughs) Library here in California, Southern California. So was it hard to um, find uh, a lot of interviews for uh, jobs in Southern California? Yeah, I mean, when I first graduated, there weren't that many jobs available. Um, So I started actually working two part-time jobs. one is a part-time reference librarian at Whittier College, and then I was a part-time music librarian um, over at Occidental College, and that's kind of how I got this this position now. Oh, that's very good. Um, do you have plans for the future of your career? Um, I mean, nothing specific now. I'm just kind of enjoying my current position, and um, I mean, other than you know, constantly trying to become a better librarian and learning about new resources. And um, other than that, I can't really think of anything, just always improving myself and uh, my skill set. I think you mentioned um, one of your um, other passions was photo archiving. Yeah, well, um, well, I did do, since my degree and my undergrad uh, was photography, um, a lot of my research during library school was um, preservation and specifically preservation of family photo albums. So that's just something I'm kind of interested in on the side. But um, becoming an instruction librarian has been really great. I, I've kind of I was a little bit afraid uh, of the title of instruction librarian when I first started because I haven't had much experience. Yet. Um, now that I've been doing it for a few months and really getting the hang of it, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. So 
um, like like I said, I'm always kind of learning just by experience um, and figuring out what I want to do as I go along. Well, that's really excellent. And so if people maybe want to follow up, get in touch, or do you have any websites that people could look at or anything? Um, any websites? Well, they can uh, contact me directly through email. That would me or... Oh, yeah, so you have a website for your library. They could probably find you on there. Oh, yeah, they can just go to um, the Occidental College Library website, and they'll find me under the list there. Once again, um, our guest this half hour has been Annette Young, a librarian here in Southern California that I met at the Bell and Sebastian show on Tuesday. <laughs> so it worked out well from Tuesday to Friday that um, we found a guest for our show. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. And uh, we started off the show with Bell and Sebastian, so we're going to end the show with Bell and Sebastian. And these are both uh, Annette's picks. We, uh, <laughs> we played, uh, I believe, Wrapped Up in Books to start, and we're going to play Put the Book Back on the Shelf to end the show here. And then um, at 4.30, there'll be another public affairs show for half an hour, so stay tuned for that. And uh, next Friday, I'll actually be at library school in Illinois, so I won't be here. I'll find someone to cover the show for me. But yes, I'll be in uh, University of Illinois' Urbana-Champaign for our on-campus day. But um, once again, I want to say thank you to Annette, and um, thank you for your time. And we're going to play Bell and Sebastian now. Thanks. You're welcome. See, talk to you later. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Sebastian, you're in a mess. You had a dream. They called you king of 